What's up? What's happening? It's Moe did it again. And you're listening to What's Poppin' by Moe. you did it again. Here we go. So before the episode starts, um, I just want to, I just got to make a couple announcements. Let's start with the controversial one. My brother, Leron, GT, um, a week ago, he had um, wrote, wrote on his social media and saying that uh, he was going through some type of depression. As a matter of fact, it's on his profile page. If you follow him on his uh, Facebook page titled Leron Hornaday, uh, he, it says here, my dark seven days and it starts off by saying okay so some may some of y'all may hear that i was hospitalized the past week i am better but i would like to tell you what happened so don't so i won't go through the the ptsd every time when somebody asks me what happened okay so on october 14th going to the 15th i was so depressed that i od'd on sleeping pills to unalive i blacked out and i didn't wake up until the 16th I got discharged on the 22nd, and now I am far better than I than I was before. These days will haunt me for the forever, but over time, they will become nothing more but a memory. Have a good day, and don't hate. Now, Laron, I have known you for a decade, brother, and I've been trying to reach out to you. Not not lately. I blame myself for that. I'm sorry. But I have been trying to reach out to you in the past so we can meet up because we haven't seen or talked to each other in years. I consider you, Jermaine, and everybody else in our small clique as a group of friends. And it hurts my soul that you went through this because how did I find out? Because one of your mutual friends has reached out to me and asked me to check up on you. He said, hey, can you please check up on LaRon? He had posted on a discord with some pills and alcohol or have someone lives near him to check up on him there's a there was a picture that that you put up that he was very concerned about i never seen the picture so and your friend name is john hernandez bro i don't know what, what you've been going through over the past few years since high school but brother i am here for you if you just want to talk or just want to vent I am here for you, brother. I love you, man. That's some scary shit. You was on sleeping pills. You black out and for what a couple of days. That's some scary shit. I don't want to go through the thought that of losing you can be very, very difficult for everybody, for your family, for your friends, anybody that you have made contact with, brother. Regardless if it's on social media, regardless if it's Regardless if it's at school, regardless whatever you doing now, I couldn't. I can't, I don't think I would accept that, man. Cause I consider you as one of my best friends. So, bro, I'm sorry for not reaching out to you as a good friend supposed to. Maybe if I did reach out, something would have changed. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm here for you, brother, and I love you, man. And I'm gonna continue to keep you in my prayers. I'm glad you're doing. I am so glad that you're doing better now. And stay safe, brother. Love you. Okay switching gears um i want to give a special shout out to miss tiffany darby 
Um, I have been listening to your podcast since June. Like I told you on Instagram, you has one of those type of unique voices and has a lot of things that we, he, excuse me, I'm trying to say you have a lot of things that most people has, could never even reach. I don't know what it is. I wish I had the words to say, but sweetheart, you're awesome. Continue to do your podcast. Continue to do anything to spread positive love and energy. And of course, the boy really wants to do a segment with you. But it's going to only be on your time and your time only. So that's my special shout out to you. Also, ladies and gentlemen, listen to her on her podcast titled Tiff Marie by Tiffany on all streaming platform services. You don't, you guys don't know what you're missing. And my other announcement, um, I have... Uh, I have an album coming out this Sunday titled Fearsome 2, Trap Is Not My Style. Now, normally, anytime I have projects or whatnot, I normally would air it on here, but I'm not going to air it. No, no new music from the album on here. Not at all. I might air it. Uh, you know what? I'm going to air an actual track that I did for a special person for her birthday. So, um, as a matter of fact, why not we play a snippet of it? Go ahead. It's fit to be lit and he got your girl delicious in the building. He got all the bad bitches in the building, all the niggas with money in the building. Pop the fuck out. A rich nigga, eight figure, that's me type. That's track is called your type produced by yours truly well you did it again it's on my audio mac page so go over there and stream that shit and a uh, special shout out to the birthday girl she knows exactly who she is so um moving on so this episode ladies and gentlemen this is an episode that has previously been aired but it's been taken off for creative 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 differences so now it's a reboot edition and this will be a part one and probably later on this season or probably next season you'll get part two and the crazy part is she's no longer on social media i try to look for her i still got her old number which doesn't work anymore. But yeah, because I, I recall she told me about two years ago that she was getting off of social media. It's just too much. So uh, you guys enjoy part one, and I'll see you guys next week. And uh, stay safe. Enjoy. Warning, this episode that you about to hear is a previously recorded episode. Thank you. Yeah, I'm connected. Oh, okay. So you know how I use it now? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. So how you doing? Good. Um, so we wait on people to join, or how does this work? Uh, you can 
add, I think you add up to like 10 different people at the same time, but I never tried that before yet. Okay. Yeah. So how are you? Good. You sound like you just woke up. Yeah, I did. (laughs) That must be the best part about being you. You can sleep whenever you feel like it. Uh Uh-huh. Treasure these moments as if they were your last. And now for a taste of things to come. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good. Just left uh, Applebee's. Oh, that's what's up. That sounds um, good. We have a dollar margarita from Mm. Applebee's. So how are you? I am great. Oh, you sound energized and exciting. (laughs) And tipsy. (laughs) That's good. That's good. So, uh... Tell me a little bit about yourself. Hello? Yeah. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I'm, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Uh, so tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? I am from St. Louis in Burke, in Missouri. Mm. 63135. Uh-oh. County. <laughs> you so you stay in North County? Amazing. I used to live there. Really? Yeah. You like it? You liked it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, grew up in North County, knowing everybody on the block. Make you feel home before yeah. they start stealing shit from you. But <laughs> right. Yeah. But that was awesome. If I had a choice to move back, I would. Really? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but what? Where are you from? As of right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, I'm gonna say it. Downtown St. Louis, North Side. Okay. It's ain't it, it's not really it ain't really too much to get excited about because I hate living down here. Really, it's nice out there though. I'm I'm not with the uh, I'm not with the uh, nice people. Um, I'm with the uh, you know every, every, you know you got a little bit ignorant people here and there and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Just can't get in the house. Uh, Run down there. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. So what's your goals and dreams? Um, my goals are to open my own business, to own a home instead of an apartment, and to make a bigger bag. That's my dream, to make a bigger bag. And move my daughter out of St. Louis. Hey, you still want to go to be fired after this? I found it. Amazing. Oh, girl, So, what's the best part about being a mom? Yeah. Those are my goals. What are your goals? My goals? Shit. 
make money, which I'm which I'm doing that anyway, but make a little bit more money. Mm-hmm. Currently I'm still in college. Um hopefully graduating next year and go on with my goals. Okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. You don't have no children? Here? No, no, I don't. I mean, I love kids. Don't get me wrong. I think kids are the greatest thing in the world. But I don't want to sound too busy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't want children as of right now. Later on down the line, when I, when I, when my goals and dreams and my foundation is all taken care of, I wouldn't mind having a little one or three or seven running around. That's good. Yeah. Is it fun being a mom? Huh? Is it uh, fun being a mom? Yeah, it is. It's actually making you go harder. How old is your daughter? She's three. Finna be four next month. Giving her a birthday party? Yes. I just don't know where because you know how St. Louis is. It's not like a lot of fun things for the kids to do. I mean, you can always take her uh, outside of St. Louis, like St. Charles or something like that. Yeah, that's true. There's just not really too much to do down here. Exactly. Or you can always keep it as an inside Thing just just for her invite so many relatives around her age. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, how do you feel about today's generation overall? How do I feel about what? Today's generation. It's a mess. <laughs> I feel sorry, even sorry for her. Is it because of the people? Is it because of what everybody uh, priorities are? It's it's everything really because, and then it's the radio, the music that they listen to. And on the street lights and stuff like that. We were kids, you know. We didn't have technology like that. We had house phones, you know. We had mm-hmm. the outdoors. Mm-hmm. You know, we were kids. Now, yeah. like kids aren't kids. And- Hell, the kids is raising kids their own nowadays. Yeah, exactly. And then these moms, you know, what I'm saying I was a young mom, but I had got married at 19, so. You know what I'm saying? These moms, they raising kids by themselves, and they still the kids. Right. Mm-hmm. So, man, it's just a lot. What do you think? What do you think? How it could be changed for the better? If they had more things, if it were more things for them to do, if music was a little bit more positive, and you know, if it wasn't. Facebook or, you know what I'm saying? If the mm-hmm. media was a lot to do with everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can relate to that. Uh, social media, <laughs> way better. To a certain point? Yeah. 
you know, social media. I always consider social media as the new streets. Yeah, of course. These little girls, they want stomachs and, you know, this butt. It just ain't possible like that. You know what I'm saying? And these women are paying for their bodies. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect body. Every woman want to be perfect. Yeah. Sometimes they want the, uh... The opposite they, of what they have. Right. Yeah. So it's like that, where's the hourglass figure? Now, don't get me wrong. When I see something like that, I ain't gonna lie. I do get lost. I'm like, but you know, yeah, I, 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 mm-hmm. having the shape either though, because it's a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, most people are uh, born with them. Others ain't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have a big behind. That's a lot of attention. Mm-hmm. Women think they want that type of attention. They really don't. Why is that? Every attention ain't good attention. Exactly. I have no idea. Always been the complete opposite. I don't like too much attention. Like they need somebody to tell them, "Oh, are oh, you look good?" Yeah, and, and make it. And their mom or dad should be able to tell them that. You know, people should feel comfortable. Like you don't need a man to, you know, tell you that you're beautiful. That's why I tell my daughter every day. At the most randomest time. Just so she won't need anybody to tell her something about herself. Mm-hmm. Because that's actually where when nobody don't really say much to that to that person or whatnot. Right. And um it makes them feel like they have low self esteem. That's what that part exactly. plays in. And their parent, you know, it's a lot of little girls and whose fathers and moms is not telling them like, "Hey, you're beautiful," or "Hey, you could do anything that you want to do," or "Hey, you know, mm-hmm. not enough of that." You know, they're seeking it from a girl, or you know, and it's messed up. Yeah, that's the reality of it. Mm-hmm. Now, now that it also can come from uh, them not having their dads in their life. Exactly. And that's true. Yeah, my father, uh, he was absent. He went to jail a lot of times in my life. And, you know, I didn't have that. And I was seeking for that. And you know that it stirred you the wrong way, too. That's why I had a baby so much. So I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. You know, girls be really wanting their father. And, you know, they don't be happy. Right. So why would they go for the um I don't know, why would they go for the guys that not really have much in life? I have no idea. I always go for the complete opposite. I attract a lot of drug dealers, hood guys, you know, the sagging pants and all that stuff. I don't go for that though. I I, I actually like the opposite. And I look kinda rough around the edges. So guys be really surprised that I go for the opposite. I want the guy that go to class or go to work. Or, I don't want a street guy. I don't. I have my share of those. I don't like somebody that can take care of home, you know, and me. Not financially, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, all that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, it just don't make no sense because in my family, majority of the grown-ups and I use that term loosely. Is already uh parents 
and not really together with the one that helped create the child. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, what was the use of you even wasting your time being with that child? Exactly. No, excuse me, not uh, not not the child. Uh, what was the use of you waste your time being with that person and all thing you want from them is just sex? Exactly. That's I never understood that at all. Yeah. Still yeah. don't understand it now. But I don't get it. I, I just don't get it. It's just like that's just like you, you know, go apply for a job and you really don't like it. So what's the use of exactly. working there? I say that about fast food workers all the time. Like the McDonald's workers who all oh, the shake machine down or all oh, this or we don't got that or we don't have this. It's like you knew exactly what the hell you came to this job for. Can I curse? <laughs> yeah, yeah, help yourself. But you knew exactly what you were applying for to deal with people. If you didn't want to deal with people, then why did you sign up for the job, honey? That's like me being a mom. If I know I don't want to be a mom, I'm gonna I'm why keep my legs closed or use protection or you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like people know what they sign themselves up for, they just don't care. And not only that, they think it's going to be easy. And they have his days, but it's not always going to be easy because you're going to have your days be like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Or some shit like that. Everything like goes with that. I that, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like school in general should prepare you for life. I feel like high school should prepare you, for, prepare you to pay bills. It don't prepare you for none of the shit that you really need in life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like it should prepare you for... You know, paying bills, um, getting your credit build up, stuff like that. You know, they mm-hmm. have classes like that. They just had, you know, gave you fake babies. You know what I'm saying? Or sex education. I feel like they should have had more in depth of, like, you know, you getting your life together. Wait a minute. <laughs> because, wait a minute. Sorry to cut you off, but your classes, well, in your school, used to do that? Yeah, the uh, the little flower babies. You remember that um girl, the little flower babies they used to give you. Mm-hmm. That and helps you get prepared to be too, a parent and shit. <laughs> that's crazy, huh? Nobody never showed me. Yeah, and uh, honestly, I think it it kind of let off a bad sign because a lot of the women that I went to school with end up having children really early. A lot of them. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I know some girls, 23rd baby right now. No judgment, but. Shit. Yeah. That's, but I guess I was looking for love in the wrong places. Yeah. I guess you could call it that. They was looking for something. That's crazy. I ain't really had no guidance like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mother was very strict on me. She don't want me to do nothing too fucked up. She don't want me, she just don't want me fucking up at all. And my dad, don't get me wrong, I love my dad. He just be on the road majority of the times as I grow up to the young man I am now. I got to the point like, eh, I really don't need him at home like that. Exactly. But I'm grateful enough that he's yeah, it's like so it's like, yeah, I don't even really need you like that no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of, but I don't want him to I don't want to hurt his feelings when I say that. Yeah. yeah. But I understand. Mm-hmm. 
that's how it is with me. Like now that I'm grown, my dad trying to, you know, come back in your life. And it's like, uh, mm, I'm grown now. I already done made the decision to have a baby and all that stuff. You should have came a little earlier. Right. That's what I'm about to say. That just, it's kind of like you asked him, like, where the hell were you when I needed you the most? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that sucks. It really does. But, you know, that's a daily based thing in a black community. That's why they call us statistics. Right. And that sucks, but. That's just how life is. Now I just take things for what they are. Right. Because being in the household with women, and at the time my grandmother used to stay with us, then my sister was alive at the time, and of course my mother, and I was the only boy in the house. Mm -hmm. I kind of felt, I don't know, trapped a little bit. Yeah, of course you would. Because I couldn't do shit. Man, that that gotta suck. Yeah, it did. I'm the oldest of six. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was running things. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. I say it sucks, but it kind of did because I had a lot of responsibility. And I still do. So, it's just like, you know, well, I need this. So, I need to talk about this. So, I need that. When you're the oldest child, you're basically the second parent. Right. Yeah, it, it was just me and my sister and shit. Yeah, it's six of us, so, mm. yeah. <laughs> How is it having a, a huge family like that, especially your siblings? Um, well, to be honest, we grew up in the system, so, you know, we were all kind of stuck. So now, that's, like, that's we're at where we we kind of trying to get each other, we're trying to learn each other because we missed out on so much time, and we didn't get the luxury of growing up too much together. So it's just like, hey, you know, hey, you, <laughs> what's your mm-hmm. favorite color? And it's sad because I'm 23 years old and my brother, he's 21 and my other sister, 18. And, my, you know, they all grown. So it's like kind of hard to learn them now. And I'm still trying, but, you know, that's just how life is. At least you're trying. I yeah. mean, at least you didn't grow up uh, having to uh, fight <laughs> yeah. and fight one another like some families yeah. Allow them to, which I don't understand that shit. Yeah, because anytime, go ahead. Um, two years ago, um, you know, I was married at the time, and mm-hmm. I told my husband, I was like, you know what's so sad? I could walk past one of my siblings right now, I wouldn't know what they look like. And now, two years fast forward, I know what they look like. You know what I'm saying? So that's a blessing. I know their personalities and all that stuff. So it's just mm. crazy how things can change in a year or two. That's why I tell people. Give things time, cause a year from now things will be different. That is absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. So you was so you was married at one point. Mm-hmm. I was married at nineteen. I got a divorce this year. Wow. Mm-hmm. So tell me, so tell me how that was, cause being married at a Early age. That's, that's challenging. It is. And when I was used to call my family, they'd tell me, Hey, give it to God, give it to God, give it to God, give it to God. But it's just like nobody tell you what you really need to know. Hey, you young, maybe this not for you right now. And I wish somebody would have told me that versus oh I pray about it because I would have stressed less. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, and Mary was very stressed for me because I was in a toxic marriage and I wasn't happy 
I was always eating. I was always drinking. And I just wasn't happy. And my daughter at the time was a breast baby. So she, uh, you know, she was a breast baby. So she was really clingy. I couldn't go anywhere. I had, a, I had friends. I couldn't really do much with them like I wanted to do. I was, like, very depressed. Like, that was, like, the most downest time in my life. And I told myself that I would never be with anybody that didn't make me feel like the best me or make me feel happy. And I just only did it because it was, like, really, honestly, the right thing to do. Like, a lot of my friends be like, well, why you get married so fast? Because I didn't want to be just a baby mom. <laughs> mm-hmm. And at that age, you don't really have people to relate to. Like, hey, yeah, um, so what should me and my husband do? You know, my friends, they were dating or, you know, they had boyfriends and girlfriends and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it was just different. It was hard to relate to anybody. So I kind of felt alone. Yeah. Well, it was a great experience for you. Yeah, it was because it was something I could say I did. And if I died now, today or tomorrow. I was like, well, hey, I did it. Right. And I just know what I'll do different this time. And I know, you know what I'm saying, that just what to do now. And I just know how to play things better. And I just know that marriage is not 100%. I do 70, you do 30, I do 40, you do, you know, it's a hundred. You know, you got to do 50-50. That's what marriage is. It's a teamwork type of thing. All right. That's that's amazing because I have a few relatives of mine that tried marriage, they end up breaking up, mm -hmm. end up liking their own, uh, they own same sex. Yeah, of course, yeah. And that's the thing too, it's just like being married, you kind of lose yourself because you focus on that other person's happiness. I can honestly say, and this is sad, my best friend, she just heard these things. Mm -hmm. Um, When I turned 22, I had just learned what I start, what I like to eat on my own because I had always cooked a meal for him. I always cooked what he wanted to eat. I just learned my favorite color. I just learned what I like to do because I always did what he liked to do. It's just like when you tie yourself down to a person, you don't learn about yourself. You don't know about yourself. You lose yourself in that person trying to make that person happy. So I had just learned all these new things like, hey, I like this or I like that. I like that. And that's sad because I was 22 just learning, like, oh, shit, I like crab leg. You know what I'm saying? It's just sad. You mm -hmm. lose yourself in a person. I'm a cancer, so I love, like, really hard. And I value my friendships. I value my marriage. I value, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was just like, yeah, damn, I straight lost myself. Like, I didn't know what to do. So it's just like, that's the sad part about marriage. You do lose yourself if that person is selfish. So, kind of follows up my next question with uh, relationships. I'm sorry? It, it kind of, like, follows up my next question with relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of relationship and you really feeling that next person and they does feel you, but kind of, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They not really showing it. Like, do you pick up on that easily? Oh, yeah. I'm a vibes type of person now. And that's one thing my marriage taught me, too, is to pick up on people. Like, now I'm okay with, hey, you not feeling me? Or if this ain't going to work, this type of thing, it's time to go because I had wasted so much time. It's just like 
you can waste you can learn how to waste your time on one person when it's so many more people that deserve your time you have to look at your time as precious mm-hmm. and that nobody could waste it because i could die right now mm-hmm. and it's my time is wasted and that's horrible time is like a horrible thing to waste you cannot get your time back i can't get my early 20s back or my teens back you know so it's just like if somebody doesn't value you for your time or deserve your time it's just really time to get up and go I just learned that, and I'm 23. Just learned that. Like, now, I date openly, and I'm like, oh, well, if this ain't what you want, I gotta go. To be continued. What's poppin'? I know you guys enjoyed this episode. It's okay. I know you did. It's okay. You could join me, too. Just follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Boy, you did it again. And reach out to the boy and I will respond back to you ASAP. Thank you for listening. Bye.